Welcome to the Alleycast. We stand together, united as one. Forward on we go, facing friend and foe. We will know what it is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. Welcome to the Alleycast with uh, me, Steve O'Connor. Um, so again, still in the middle of the uh, coronavirus crisis here in the UK. I think we're on about day eight of the uh, day seven or day eight of the lockdown at the moment. Um, and last night I sat down and I had a chat with one of the uh, gone tabbing uh, enigmas, legends, if you will, uh, Mark Bridgen. <laughs> really good chat. Just like chatting to an old mate. Um, myself and Mark were probably were in the forces around about the same time. So I think Mark joined up in uh, 1989 and I joined up in 1991. So so around about the same sort of um, the same sort of uh, ethos and uh, and way the military w- was operating at that time, which um, is very very different from me now. Sort of working in the in the corporate world, shall we say, um, I work very closely with with my HR department, and <laughs> some of the things that were going on back in 1991, um, yeah, they they just wouldn't happen these days. So, um, yeah, we had a really good chat about things like that. We had a good chat about gun tabbing and, and just gen- and training in in general as well. So it was really nice to uh, to speak to Mark. We did cover it in the uh, in the in the podcast, which you'll hear in a minute. But we were due to um, due due to meet up and uh, have a bit of a tab and uh, have a couple of beers and uh, basically just uh, basically just uh, record a, a really fun um, podcast. Obviously, that's all put paid to, but it's certainly not something that, that I've cancelled. It, it's just been postponed because I think um, I, I've got plans for that in the future. Um, yeah, and I won't say too, too much more about that. So... Um, also, um, as we go on to the challenges which are going on at the moment, obviously the, the 4448 is on hold at the moment, and, and that has really, really grown. I'm really pleased with the way the 4448 has grown, and uh, it's it's now developed into people just, just initially just running four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Um, and the first couple of people that did that then extended it to do double marathon as well, um, and now it, it's... It graduated into a loaded uh, event as well, and once um, this crisis is over, that that will certainly be resurrected. But we um, we have the ten 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 challenge now, which is more in the spirit of the lockdown that we're on. So you can get out, you can do that entirely in a day. Um, so it's ten miles or ten kilometers, carrying ten pounds or ten kilograms, and at each mile or kilometer you do uh, some sort of cross training uh, body weight exercise so either push-ups or sit-ups or um or, or squats or whatever you want to do and then just document it onto the alleycast facebook page once you document it onto there uh, you've done it but uh, everybody who enters will get the 10 10 10 t-shirts anyway as soon as you enter i'll get that straight out to you and there's a number of options you can get there from uh, from your tech t-shirts to your uh, to your running vests to wear your maroon cotton t-shirts if that's your bag so okay so this is my chat with mark bridgen um this is also going out on uh on, on the youtube as uncle brim would say so uh, yeah i hope you enjoy this uh, it was loads of fun to do and uh, yeah he's just a top guy <laughs> Yeah, good mate. You? Yeah, nice to see you taking all the precautions, mate. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. And you've got the uh, yeah. you've got the convict haircut as well, like like. Uh, oh, I, think, I know, I think, mate. Because uh, we, we was on site last week, and uh, my hair just got to that state where you just can't do nothing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing everybody because all our meetings have been like in our place have been sort of on video chat. 
and I've just watched everybody's hair just get worse and worse and worse over the past couple yeah, man, yeah. Of, last week. I'm just yeah. waiting to see everybody just like this. So nobody's laughing at this now, are they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Everybody's like that. Look, mate, uh, great to speak yeah, to you. Yeah, the old hairdresser's so. going to be busy. It's all over, isn't it, mate? Oh. They are, mate, yeah. <laughs> right, so uh, good to speak to you, mate. Um, you've probably been one of the most in-demand guests that, that people have said get on. I, I don't know why. Really? Yeah, yeah. They say, have you got, have you get a mark on? I'm like, yeah, I will, I will at some point. So, because we were, um, say, just, just for, say, I'm recording already now, anyway. So, uh, don't worry if you swear, mate. It doesn't matter. It's not, it's not PG rated. <laughs> so, um, mate, you know me, I hardly ever swear. I know, mate. I know. When it's cold and when it's not cold. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were planning to meet up, weren't we? We were going to meet up yeah, and um, yeah. Have a bit of a tab. Um, you were going to put me up at your gaff, and uh, we were going to record this, but obviously the, the coronavirus has, has put pay to all that um, at the minute. Um, so well, you've missed out on the cuddle, then, haven't you? I, I, I don't worry, mate. It's um, we'll, we'll certainly park that one, and we'll do it in there. Uh, we'll yeah. Six months yeah. time, <laughs> when Boris has sorted everything out for us. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice one, mate. Look, um, so I just want to have a chat with you, really, because you're a bit of a uh, you're a bit of a high profile guy on Gone Tabbing. Um, I, I meant to wear my cravat as well, but I've not. I've left it downstairs, so I've not got I've not got it on, mate. Oh, mate, I forgot mine as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting for these naked videos for the first one who's just just wearing a cravat. I've seen somebody wearing one today, um, but I, I think if it comes my way, I'm just gonna have to sort of uh, I'm just gonna have to wear the cravat and they. Uh, in a, in a discreet place, I think. <laughs> yeah, mate, tie it around your waist or something, mate. I'll try that. <laughs> cool. So, um, so everybody sees Mark Brigden on the. Uh, is, is it Brigden or Bridget? Bridgen? Bridgen. Okay, Bridgen. Mark, so everybody sees Mark Bridgen on um, Gone Tabbing. Um, so we know you're a, you're a bit of a character. Um, but I'm just interested to find a little bit more about you, mate. So um, let's just take it right back for now, and go back to sort of your childhood and that and what's your sort of earliest memory as a kid uh i've got uh, i've got memories from when i was really really young mm. really young mate because uh i lost my brother warren to a brain tumor when he was really young yeah and my last memory of him is uh i was old he was on the city we had to move to a place called bilf wells yep in wales we yep. moved there and uh my brother was really ill my dad was away working and that, and uh, my mum was always in the hospital, so I more or less lived with the neighbours, and I forgot who my mum was when I was really young, apparently, <laughs> you know, yeah. our neighbour Nora used to call her mum, and uh, she, uh, but yeah, I've got memories from when I was like six months old till when I was about four, and then nothing from four till about eight, mm. which is weird, because uh, I mean, that's sort of around the time when my my brother died. I remember uh, holding his hand when he was uh, laying on the settee. Yeah. And uh, the priest said, like, he's gone, let go of his hand, you know, mm. and uh, he, he passed away. But, uh, yeah, that's... And then uh, me parents were publicans, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, uh, they used to run a boozer in a... I think it was called the Queen's Head in Marylebone High Street okay. in London okay. before we moved to Bill Wells, yeah, and I was... I was born in St. Nicholas Hospital, a marble arch, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is now a big fancy hotel. Mm. Probably the broom cupboard I was born in or something <laughs> like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, so you were born there and you probably wouldn't be allowed back in now, would you? <laughs> no, mate, no, no, no. I used to ride past there, though, when I was in the household cavalry, you know? <laughs> so, so going through school, what, what were you like? Because I can sort of imagine what you must have been like in school. I was, uh, let's say... Uh, um, could could concentrate more was a was a big one in my reports, you know. Uh, has the ability to do better, but uh, I was good at sports and all of that at school, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was really good at maths because I was like, uh, I don't know what it was with maths. I've just found maths really easy. Numbers just came to me; they just flowed, you know. But I always got told off for not showing me working out, you know, because I'd do it banging in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, if the answer's right, what does it matter? You know what I mean? I wasn't the, uh, wasn't the, uh, the best pupil, let's say, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If a subject, I've got a really short attention span, you know? Mm. I've got attention span like a goldfish has got a memory, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that's a nice castle. That's a nice castle. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a nice castle. <laughs> yeah, mate. Just, uh, 
I, uh, and that's that's what it was. I just uh, always getting caught smoking and <laughs> just all the things that you get up to when you're a kid, isn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Cool. So, so what was your sort of life now, though, isn't it? You know, I know, mate. So, what was your sort of transition like from school into the into the army? Then was that was that sort of as a boy soldier, or were you? Did you well, I was, school? yeah, I joined. Uh, I, when I left school, I left school, uh, and then went back to do my exams, and uh, I uh, I started an apprenticeship in roof tiling. Hmm. Moved down to like Brighton. And I was staying in this bloke's garage. They converted the garage for me. And I lived with him and his family. And uh, literally, I went uh, went back to my mum. She lived in a little village called North Ambridge, <clears throat> near Birmingham Crouch in Essex. And I uh, went back to hers, went to uh, the South Fed recruitment office, signed, uh, took the declaration, signed it. And then they phoned me that night and said, right, you've got to join on Monday. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and this was like Thursday. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be too old to go. Otherwise, I'd have to wait 18 months to join as an adult soldier, you know what I mean? Okay, so what year was that then? When, when did you join up? 89. 89, yeah. So that was like, what, was about yeah. two years before I did, yeah. Yeah, so it was that. I mean, even, even I think even when I joined up, though, I was, yeah. I mean, I was yeah. sort of 17, so I sort of went in as an adult into the into the, into the the raft, like, as, as a crab. So uh, it was, I think it, was, it took about 12 months for me to get in from yeah. there, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's fairly rapid, that, mate. Yeah, mate. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. And just went out with me mum and me stepdad Mike, and uh, just went to C and A. You remember? <laughs> remember C and A? C and A. Yeah. Got like socks and pants and everything, and uh, yeah. And then they, and then Monday morning, I went back to Southend, picked up a travel warrant, and uh, got on the train and uh, went to a uh, Waterloo, and then down down to Bovington. Yep. Which yep. is where I done my training. Junior leaders, yeah, yeah, and I remember uh, getting to a uh, wall train, wool in Dorset it was wool, wool train station. This big uh, green army coach turned up, you know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and his corporal got off, and he had bigger ears than me, mate. You know what I mean? It was like a taxi with the doors open, <laughs> and he went to me. He went, uh, he went, Bridget, and I went, yeah, and he went, yes, corporal, and I went, yes, corporal. Typical RP. Yeah. Like a full screw, but he looked like he was about 70, you know what I mean? And uh, we uh, got on the coach, and it was empty. It was just me and him there, and the driver. I sat down, and uh, and he sat there. He, just, he went, my name is Corporal Black, spelled B-A-S-T-A-R-D. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, he used to be dyslexic, but now he's KO. Yeah. yeah. And, so, then, uh, and then I sat there on the coach, and he looked at me, and he went, "He went, are you a puffer?" <laughs> and I went, "What?" And he went, are "You a puffer?" And I went, "No." He went, "Well, stop staring at me then." <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that doesn't go on these days, you know. <laughs> yeah, I well, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, my dad was a uh, ex Blues and Royals, you know. Yeah. And my granddad was ex-army. My granddad was uh, all over the place in the Second World War. Got the OBE and everything, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was used to, uh, as young as I can remember, it be up cleaning shoes. I, 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 could, I don't remember learning to iron stuff. I, could, I never got that when we got to basic training. People didn't know how to wash properly or mm. iron or clean their shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just something that everybody knew. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty the same because when I joined up, I'd, I'd been in the I'd been in the army cadets for like sort of seven years. You know what I mean? So all oh, my all my, yeah. all my kit was ironed. I was doing my own washing. There was I just dis- you know if there wasn't an army cadet camp, I'd just disappear off for the weekend into the woody, into the woods somewhere and camp out there. You know what I mean? Back in back when I was like 13, 14. and I, I, I just don't think kids do that these days, do they? Yeah, yeah. So so how did you find basic training then? No, they don't. I found it all right. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, mm. I was. Uh, you know what I suffer with, mate. I uh, was always. They used to do a thing called the APFT, the Annual Personal Fitness Test, didn't they? Mm. Which you went in the. Uh, you done like a BFT, didn't you? In boots and lightweights with yep. a water bottle. Yeah. And your your classic red P- PT vest, you know. Yeah. And uh, where the V neck hangs around your belly button, doesn't it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like something from Geordie Shaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and after 
two washes, they go pink, don't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, yeah, we uh, we I'd do the BFT and uh, I'd come in and they'd be going 20, 19, 18. Come on, Bridget, come on, Bridget. I'd be going, <laughs> and I'd make it in. And then you go in the gym, don't you? And you do a uh, um, dips, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, dips, inclines, sit ups, um, chin ups. And uh, I held the record at Bovington, 28 long-arm chin-ups used to be able to do. Mm. And, uh, and then you go in the pool and do all of that. But they give you an average grade. And if you didn't get an A, you had to do it like every Saturday until you got an A. Yeah, yeah. And I'd get like a, an E on the run, you know. But because I was so good in the gym, I had really good upper body and I was a really good swimmer. Because yeah, yeah. I used to swim, used to uh, do butterfly and all of that. When I, only probably because I was the only one in the school who could do butterfly, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, they... Uh, so I'd get an A and they go, you go, you go down and go, right, check your scores to see whether you're on the uh, APFT again this Saturday. And we get down and everybody go, how have you blagged that bridge you tossed me? You know what I mean? How have you got an A? <laughs> but yeah, mate, I was always terrible at, I was a good sprinter, but I was terrible at any, anything over about three or 400 metres. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So, so if you were in around about the same time as me, what what sort of tours were you doing back then? Was it back to back Northern Irelands or was it was it? Was no, it, was I didn't do anything, mate. No, nothing. Not? No, I, I wanted to go. They sent me mounted, mm. yeah, and I wanted to go armoured, mm. and they wouldn't let me go armoured because it was all a all it was a it was a weird time back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The household cavalry was, I mean. You speak to people about initiations and things like that, which you won't go into, you know. And uh, I speak to uh, two years ago, I went on a walk with a load of uh, uh, the veterans' lifeline. I do a lot for them, don't I, you know? And I went on a, we'd done like 112 miles in like three days across the uh, battle, battlefields of the Somme. And uh, they, uh, and we were chatting one night to them about initiation. They were going, really? And they were shocked, you know what I mean? And we were like, what, you've never got any of that? And they were like, no. <laughs> we were like, there's something wrong with you household cavalry boys, you know what I mean? But you just find out that, 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 that most of the blokes that are in the household cavalry are a, uh, a sort of a, a different breed, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether it's because you're based in London and the amount of uh, bullshit yeah. that's, that's involved in cleaning and all of that and everything. I mean, they... It's the longest course in the in in the army being a mounted duty man. Isn't it? It's a six month course. Wow. You do twenty weeks riding, learning to ride, you know, mm. and then you do a uh, four weeks learning to ride in all that kit that weighs like sixty five yeah. pounds. Wow! And then at like eighteen, I'm standing at the front of Whitehall, you know, or sitting at the front of Whitehall on my horse with people taking pictures of you and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy yeah, when you yeah, think about surreal, it. Mate. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, yeah. When you think, I, I bumped into a bloke, and he was when I was about, oh, I don't know, about twenty-five, and uh, at a party, and he went, "You look really familiar to me." And then all, and then about an hour later, he come up to me, and he went, "I felt, uh, yeah," and showed me this picture. It was a picture of him when he was about fourteen, fifteen, with his mum and dad standing next to me when I was in the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, you know what I mean? That's crazy, mate, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I met I met, yeah. met the Queen and met all the royal family yeah. and all of that and everything. And then I wanted to go armoured. Because mm. there's two sides to the household yeah, cavalry, yeah. isn't there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, and obviously I've done my radio training and all of that and everything. But they uh, they wanted me to do something else. Mm. They wanted me to uh, go and do what's called your AI. Your riding instructor course, right, advanced okay. riding and all of that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do six, I didn't want to do like six, eight months of Melton Mowbray. Mm. Yeah, I can understand that. No, I like I like a pie as much as the next man, you know what I mean? But, you know, there's nothing there, is there? You know what I mean? No, no, no. How long were you in then? Uh just under six years. Yeah. So, yeah. So six six years of sort of ceremonial and all that, was that oh, God, I, Yeah, yeah. Wow. But, I mean I I had yeah. really good times, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. My last two years were, were easy, mate, because once you once you've been in, you, you pass training, don't you? And then you join your regiment and you're like, you're like, oh, mate, yeah, I've passed it. All the bullshit's over. And then it all starts again, doesn't it? <laughs> Especially you know? if you're in the household yeah. cavalry, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, are the, you are 
you are lower than pond scum. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they and, they, and you start again building your way up through yeah. to, to becoming like a a respected and a um a senior trooper, so to speak. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it doesn't weigh knocking you down like that, doesn't it? Because I remember coming out of basic training, I was the dog's bollocks, I just passed basic training. Yeah. Arriving at the yeah. trade trainers, like, who are you? <laughs> and then yeah. obviously arriving at the first unit and it all starts again. It's just it's just horrible, isn't it? <laughs> it's first couple yeah, of years. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're a good bloke and you get your stuff done, then uh, you, uh, you don't get as much grief as anybody mm. else. But you know as well as I do, mate, that there are people that you can, you can press their kit for them and clean their shoes and leave them in a le- and lock them in a box. Yeah. And then undo that box ten minutes later, and it looks like they've been slept in a skip the night. You know yeah, what I mean? Does, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and it just baffles me that people like that. You know what I mean? Because in the household cavalry, it is all about cleaning kit as well. You know, I was in with some really good guys. I mean, some really well respected guys and all that. Craig, there's a guy called Craig Trencher, mm. who I served with, who holds the world record for the longest sniper shot. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and uh, his name's Craig Harrison now. Yeah, uh, they they released his name in the press, and uh, two thousand seven hundred eighteen yards or something it was. Wow. Yeah, two uh, first shot took out the gunner, second shot took out the loader, third shot disabled the machine gun. Wow, that's that's yeah, and uh, that's something. Then it mate, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I remember him. I taught him when I was a senior trooper. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh. He uh, manages a box of frogs to geezer, but uh, art's in the right place, you know what I mean? There's loads of guys, like there's a guy, Jules Hogarth, you know what I mean, who's who's just an absolute legend in the regiment, you know? Mm. There's uh, a guy called, who was my one of my uh, riding NCOs, uh, Taff Flynn, who's the most decorated uh, British soldier in, in military history. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, we got the uh, MC and the, uh, is it the... Uh, CGC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's fought in every conflict since uh, um, the Falklands. Wow, wow. So, yeah. What, so, uh, so what made you come out in the end after the six years? Uh, oh, well, I, I discovered uh, <laughs> <laughs> discovered something else. I discovered raving, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and then uh, yeah, I discovered raving, and them little tablets, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just, I just, cause I, cause they wouldn't let me do what I wanted to do, yeah. you know. And there's a lot of politics involved in regimental stuff, as you know, mm. you well know, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And if somebody of a higher rank takes a disliking to you, then they can make up a story about you and get you time in the nick. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happened a couple of times because I'm not the quietest person, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I am. I mean, when when I first went to the regiment, the regiment was on summer camp because they go to summer camp three weeks of a year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. You see them on Holton Beach and that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, even though I'd passed out of basic, I wasn't in my kit ride yet, <clears> so we was just doing like provost staff standing on the gate. Yeah. We went out on the uh, on the uh, four tunners that night to uh, Norwich. All got on the piss, and uh, I was uh, getting hold of this bird, and this guy come over, give me a bit of grief, and I turned around and went, listen, mate, do one, or I'll knock you out, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and he went, he went you, uh, you don't, I've got loads of mates here with me, and I went, I don't care how many mates you got with you, I will wipe the floor with you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then the next day I was standing on the gate, and he was only a full screw, weren't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Talk about in at the shit end, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'd fill in the bucket of dip and come up sucking a dick, you know. <laughs> what I mean? it's, it's mad, isn't it? Because like, obviously, working in Civvy Street now. Um, so I, I, when I left the forces, for, for probably most of the time, I was an HGV driver, and, and somehow I found my way up into management now. And, and I still wonder what I'm doing there, to be honest with you. But but yeah. you hear about people. Um, you you, just, you have these people who are so hard done by, don't you? In your sort of workplace, and you think you've got absolutely no idea. Oh, I know, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've had people at my at my place. I've just changed my job recently to work with a really good firm now. You know, mm. really down to earth firm. I mean, we we all worked this week, last week, didn't I? Making <laughs> these uh, big houses into a uh, converting them into separate rooms okay. for the hospital yeah, yeah. car. Yeah. And, uh, 
So big 10 bedroom house, we had to put a sink and kitchen units in every, every room, redeck the old house and everything. And, uh, and on Friday, they bought us all pizzas and everything, yep. you know, which is, which is good as gold. You know what I mean? And, uh, you don't, all you want is a little pat on the back. You know what I mean? When you graft your nuts off, but, uh, mate, I've, I had people that turned around to me. And I had a bloke that once turned around to me and he went, uh, he basically called me a dickhead on the phone. And I, and I hung up the phone and I went, and my brain went, tick. And I went, hang on a minute, did you just call me a dickhead? Because <laughs> yeah. it didn't register, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. you ain't used to it, you know? Mm. And I phoned him back, I went, Dave. And he went, hello. I went, uh, all right, Mark. I went, no, I'm not all right. <laughs> I went, did you just call me a dickhead? And he went, no, I might have insinuated it. <laughs> really, mate? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I pulled him on it. You know, I hid in a void. And when he came into the void, a void property, yeah. the guys went, I went, uh, I got my guys there because I wanted them there as witnesses, you know? Yeah. And uh, I went, he came in, he went, where's Mark? And he went, he's upstairs. And I was upstairs. And he went, uh, he come in the room and I closed the door. And I went, I don't know who you think you are, mate. You know what I mean? Because mm. back in the days when you were in and I was in, You'd get there was a guy in our regiment called Widger Smith who was a proper unit mate, and you used to get a sucking chest wound. It was called off him, you know, yeah. and he'd punch it straight in the solar plexus if you cocked up. Yeah, you know, because that was the days. You you never got charged. No, 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 no. Jobs were NCOs that would try and charge you. You yeah. know what I mean? Otherwise, it'd be right round the back of the four tonner. Let's have a straightener. Yeah, you know what exactly, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm all I'm all about that, mate. You know what I mean? You know. And, uh, yeah, so I pulled him and went, give me one reason why I shouldn't knock you out. <laughs> and he went, he went, what? <laughs> he didn't know what to say. You know what I mean? And I went, I went mate, I will head by that wall and tell him you attack me. Yeah. <laughs> um, crazy. I mean, might I might not be able to put a lot of this on there, mate. <laughs> I went, I went to, when I was there, I think my first posting um, was a place called RAF Stafford and I, I joined as a supplier and uh, they called it the, the supplier's graveyard and went there and it was like, yeah. it was like a massive Amazon warehouse, this place, it was, oh, right, yeah. it was awful and then we, we worked, my first job was these conveyor belts came down with these bins on and basically all we were doing was taking nuts and bolts out and sorting them into bins for the different RAF stations. Oh, was like, oh my I was like, have I joined the RAF for this? So anyway, yeah. um, the guy who was in charge at the time was a guy called Steve Robbo. He was a Glaswegian corporal. So you can imagine, ginger, Glaswegian oh, corporal, yeah. right. took no messing. And he said, look, we're really busy. We need a night shift here. So me and me were like, okay, we'll do the night shift. So we went in and the first night we started at six o'clock at night and we realized that by eight o'clock at night, all the work was done. The conveyor belt stopped and nothing was happening. Yeah. So, so it was yeah. great. So, we, so every day then we were starting to work at six. We were finishing at eight. And then we were down this place in Stafford called Props, just getting hammered every night. Like, and this went on for yeah, like two weeks yeah. until he found out. And uh, yeah, that was sort of <laughs> that. Was, I, just, I just remember going into work the next day, and uh, he, he was waiting for us at six o'clock. And I think he had he had, yeah. one, of, he had one of us in each hand up against the wall. And, uh, yeah, 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 mate. And the night shift stopped then, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. I got, I got, I got chinned by a few NCOs. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because, because. Uh, I was uh, I was a bit lemon, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, I remember a, a couple of all saints who was like, there was this big pile of like all shit and straw there, and he went, move it to there, which was like about six foot away. <laughs> so people started moving it to there, and I turned around to him and I went, Court of Horse, can I ask you a question? And he went, go on then, Bridget. And I went, does this sexually excite you? <laughs> and he went, you what? And I went, does this sexually excite you? Does it give you a semi? Yeah. And he went, what are you on about? And I went, well, this is a waste of fucking time, mate, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't soldiering, you know what I mean? <laughs> from there. He went, right, everybody else, fuck off. Bridget, you stay here and move it to there. And you know what I've done? Is I've got the quarter of a pile that they moved over there. Yeah. And I put it back with the original pile. And when he came, he came down about an hour later and he went, did you move it? I went, yeah, I moved it there and I moved it back again, quarter of horse. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, wallet. <laughs> Give me a little jab in. Give me a little jab on the chin and went, go on, fuck off. <laughs> cool. So, so bringing it up to date now, obviously, we see a lot of your training and your training online tends to, um, it, it's a lot of weighted training and it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of press ups. Um, and obviously, you, you, yeah, mate, yeah. yeah. I don't, like I said earlier with the running, I've, I've tried running. Yep. And I, I probably went about 14, 15 years without owning a pair of trainers. Mm. And then, uh, 
one of my mates went, look, you've got to start running, you know? Yep. You can't do everything weighted. And I went, all right, I'll try it. And I went out for a mile run, and I was slower than I was weighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And it just, I tried it for about two weeks, you know, and went out every other night, and it, it was just horrible, mate. Didn't enjoy it. So normally now, obviously, you've got it. You've you've ate your back at the minute, but so in a in a week, sort of Monday to, Monday to sort of following Sunday, what what does your training sort of schedule look like? Then what do you do? Right on a uh, on a standard week, if I'm not if I'm not training for anything, mm. it's just just a bog standard week because obviously we have got the Himalayas going on at the yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then I'm going to step it up for the four four forty eight. Excellent. And at some point when my back gets better, I'm going to do the ten ten. 10. Yeah, Is yeah. it 10, 10, 10? 10, 10, yeah. 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to get all of them nailed as well, mate, you know. But uh, I go out on a Monday and I do between five and seven. Right, okay. And I do about three sets of uh, press-ups with me feet in the air, don't I, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and uh, <clears throat> I'm normally between 21 and 28 pound. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mo- most of the time, I'm 21 pound, mm. you know? It's only probably once every two weeks I'll go up to 28. I never train full weight. Mm. Never. Yeah. I know I can carry the full weight, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I never train full weight. Because I do so much weighted training, I know that it'll just batter me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, um, I have started listening to my body a bit after Neil Strangers give me a, a, a verbal spanking a few times. <laughs> 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 Yeah, mate, and uh, and Gray as well. Yeah, you yeah. know, and Gray Brooks and uh, and Scott as well, because we're on a little WhatsApp group together, you know. Yeah, and uh, so uh, I've only got so many WhatsApp groups and Facebook groups <laughs> and all of that, you know. I mean, from gone tabbing, and uh, but it's just uh, it's a unique circumstance, isn't it, gone tabbing? But oh, yeah, totally. so Monday, Monday five to seven. Tuesday, I normally hit the step machine. Mm. I just stand there like that. Oh, yeah. with the little arm things on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I do, do about half hour on that. Uh, Wednesday, I go out and do between 7 and 10. Mm. Thursday, step machine. Friday, don't do anything. Saturday, I do between a, a 10 and 15. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then Sunday is a chill day. But obviously, when I'm out doing them, I always hit those steps as well, don't I? Then yep. station steps. Yes, mate, yeah. That are my nemesis, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've just found it. I found that so this week has obviously been out. Um, you can only go out once a day, so I've been like sort of just going out trying to find a different route. And I found a new route with some real sort of vicious steps on as well. So I've, yeah, I've been hitting that yeah. this week, which has been really nice. Yeah. But I'm, I'm the same as you with the weight. The only time I think I ever carry full weight is if I'm, if I'm doing a fan or if, if I'm doing, you know, if I'm doing one of the Palace tens and what have you. But I think yeah, but yeah. it's sort of about twenty pound for me is is round about so that a decent sort of running weight you can go out and train with. Feel like you've got something on, can't you? But uh, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not sort of knacking yourself up. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been silly in the past. I mean, the reason I, I've I've never done anything when I left the army. I mean, I taught Muay Thai for years, mm. and uh, and I've done karate and judo and stuff like that when I was younger. And uh, remember Brian Jacks? Yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was my judo instructor. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I done karate and judo and that, and then I got into Muay Thai, and I taught Muay Thai, and uh, but the reason I got into the tabbing again was uh, after the army, you know, because you're not into it in the army, right. are you? You just got to do it, you know. Nah. And uh, but uh, my uh, my mate Charlie, yeah, he's he's a rather large chap. I think Charlie Payne, you would have seen him on yeah, Gone yeah. Tabbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like me brother from another mother, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, he uh, he needed to get fit, so he said, "What what can we do?" And he came up with a para ten. This is like six years ago, mm. you know. And uh, and as everybody does, he went, "I'm going to do this." I went bang straight on it. I'll do it with you. Me and him signed up straight away, and there was like 52 people that went, "I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it." And there was only six people that showed up, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, Simon, uh, me, Charlie, Simon. Uh, um, uh, Ian Griffin, a few other guys, and in the second year, a few other guys joined in, you know, and then it all petered out again. But there's me and Charlie that pretty much do it every year now, mm. you know. 
that one and Catterick, yeah, do yeah. Colchester and Catterick. I alternate years on Catterick because it's a long old drag for me, mate. You know? it, yeah, yeah. It's a five-hour drive up there, and then I do it, and then I drive straight back again, you know? Yeah. So it's a big old flip going Absolutely. up there. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I do. Uh, when I do the fan, I uh, obviously uh, train a bit harder, you know? Because mm. I, I like to, uh, when I've done my first fan dance, it was a shocker. Yeah, you know? oh, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was that start, mate. It's just like, and because there's no hills where I am, you know? Yeah. I trained up to 16 miles, and 16 miles weren't enough. Mm. It was enough because I got it done, yeah. but it made it all bloody work, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Yeah, I know what you're Yeah, Yeah, because that start is just like getting kicked in the nuts and punched in the face <laughs> all at the same time, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, and somebody... I, I, I totally underestimated it the first time I did it. It was like, yeah. I think I've covered it before, but I'd come out and it was, it was I'd come out of hospital, it was a challenge you wanted to do. And like I trained locally and gone up, gone up a couple of little hills locally, like, and then I hit the fan. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, what have I, what have I done here? And I knew I was going to get it yeah. done with it, but it was horrible. It was totally horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember getting to the just before you even break the tree line at the start. Ken Jones was there, and he kicked about ten people off already. Yeah, and he was on the radio. He went, "Yeah, these lot are coming down," and we were only like a couple of hundred meters in. And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" And I was the back man. Yeah. Ken was next to me, mate, and I remember hearing this. <gasps> I thought, "Cool, somebody sounds proper trouble behind me," and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing that heavy that I didn't even know it was me, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, mate, take ten steps, have a breather." And Ken stood stood next to me, and he and he went, "You're all right," and I went, "Yeah, mate, yeah, 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 yeah." And uh, but I can honestly say, if he would have told me to get off the mountain, I would have probably smiled at him and shook his hand and thanked him for it. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. He gave me the benefit of the doubt because I, I told him why I was doing it. That year, I, that first year, I'd done a, a year of events, yeah? I'd done a... This is the first year I'd done a whole... I'd done a fan. I'd done the Paraten uh, Colchester. done a summer fan. done a Catterick. Mm. I'd done a Hell Down South. Yeah. That's where I saw you, weren't yeah, it, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a horror, weren't it, mate, that, eh? That was, that's my favourite yeah. ever event, that. I loved it. It was so hard, weren't yeah, it? You know what I mean? Goodness. It was just... A, I mean, uh, what's the name done it, didn't he? Uh, oh, I've forgotten his name. Fish, fish Bump. Uh, Scottish guy. Oh, yeah. He done it. And he's like... And he done... He, he came, like, number seven in Europe on OC running, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it took him over. It took him nearly three hours to do it. You know That's what I mean? Horrendous, mate. Yeah. yeah, it was. Them hills just never ended, mate. You yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I done that, and then I done the, uh, um, then I done. Lost you there, mate. Can't hear you. I done a... I got you. Yeah, there you go. That was the missus phoning. All right. Then I done a. Um, sorry about that, mate. Then I done a. Yeah, the winter fan, then the para ten again, and then I done the high moon, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. It was torrential rain, but it was really good. The high moon, you know, mm. and I uh, couldn't see a thing. Fog, rain, everything. But uh, yeah, I upped me training after the first fan dance because that year I was collecting for Marie Curie, so I had a, uh, I had a little St Christopher with me that was my brother Warren's that I put at the <clears> top of the fan. On the way back up, so I knew I'd make it back up on the first yeah. van, you know. Brilliant. And I was convinced I was over the six hours, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it was a uh, like seventy mile an hour winds, thick fog, torrential rain, and they can extend the time on it, can't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And apparently they'd extended it that day to like nine hours or something. Mm. And when I came down, staff bigs, no staff bigs, yeah, Stu bigs, yeah. Just <laughs> the machine, innit? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he. Uh, he went to me. Be, my mum was waiting down the bottom. <laughs> she was like, "Is he going to be all right? Is he going to be all right?" Because <laughs> my mum's a proper warrior about me, obviously. You know what I mean? Because of losing my brother and that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, um, obviously, I'm still a baby at 48. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she, uh, I come down. He went, "Here he is." Went across the line. I went, "I went shit, shit, shit." And he went, "What's wrong?" I went, "I failed it, and I." You know what I mean? Yeah. And he went, "No, mate, you're 552." And I went, really? Yeah. And I proper minced about at the top, taking photos and all of that, you know, And because uh, <laughs> I was convinced I'd failed, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was going to the halfway point. It was, there must have been 10, 
to a duck, 10 to 15 people sitting there that have just gone, fuck that, mate. Yeah, I ain't going back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. it, it's it's more than physical, isn't it? You know? Yeah, totally and then when it's, when it's foggy, you just get the false summits and all of that, you know? Yeah. And I was going to people, how far is the summit? How far is the summit? <laughs> Sucking in wind as much as a, it was like something blowing a fire hose in my face because the water was just pouring down there. And, uh, oh, mate, but, uh, yeah, he weighed my burger and I didn't, because the day before, mate, it was 20 degrees and sunny. Yeah. Schoolboy area, you know what I mean? I didn't hear to the seven piece. And uh, I uh, didn't waterproof any of my kit, did I? Right. Yeah. So my burger weighed 63 pounds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> put it on the scales. He put it on the scales and he went, 63 pounds. He went, Bad admin. <laughs> and I went, I went, and I went like that, and I went, I went, if you got it, do it. <laughs> and he went, bad admin, dickhead, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, with, with, that, with that little wry smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a diamond of a geezer, you know what I mean? He's amazing. And then probably he's... Only you, mate, and every time I've seen him, he's gone, how much you carry in today, you know? Can you imagine, though, you look, you look at, like, Sue Big, you look at Sue Big, don't you? If you saw him in the street, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think he's the machine he is, would you at all? If you just saw you wouldn't, mate. You go look at him. You know what I mean? Hi. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy guy. No, I've, yeah. had, I've had a few beastings off Stu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, um, so you've had quite a few events planned this year, don't you? But I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's, put, I think the kibosh is going to be pretty much on everything because I'm down to do triads in July. Yeah, mate. I'm gonna. And I don't think that's going to happen at all. So. No, no, I mean, I, it was meant to be, a Colchester Half Marathon was my first, mm. but uh, I don't know, maybe it's a bit of a godsend because that was meant to be this Sunday, and with my back the way it is, I, I yeah, would yeah. have done it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I yeah, just would have yeah, sucked yeah. it up, I, I cut and got it done, but uh, it wouldn't have been good for me, you know? No, no, it's all, mate, no. But, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing Colchester Half Paratene, which is obviously November now. Yeah. Um, the double tap. Yeah. Uh, then I'm doing a um, a tough mother with a load of guys from Veterans Lifeline. Okay. Which I'm doing. Uh, Mark Coglin, who's on Gone Tabbing, yeah. is a is a ambassador for them, and I've spoke to him. I'm allowed to do it weighted. So okay. I'll be the first one to do a tough mother weighted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, Doing that weighted, um, he said you might have to take your bergen off in a few places to get down these tubes and that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. But uh, any part I can do weighted, I'll be doing weighted, you know, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, I've got uh, the uh, the mighty trident, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did, I did double tap, I think, last year, which I really enjoyed double tap yeah. actually. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. I, was, I was gonna upgrade to trident this year, I thought we'll do a nice summer trident to just get that out of the way, but I reckon it's probably yeah. gonna, I've got a feeling it's going to get put back now and be a winter trident so uh that's yeah i think it will mate yeah yeah i think we might just we're, in, we're just in a, we're just in limbo aren't we you know what i mean yeah, we yeah. just don't know what's going to happen anywhere you know no 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 i think i think the paris 10 colchester might go ahead i think november time but uh well that was cancelled about five years ago yeah because of uh there was a massive heat wave and it was like 37 degrees that day yeah 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 and they cancelled it and done it the follow. They done it that November, and it was freezing, mate. Yeah. All the mud had turned to ice. You know, Brilliant. it was proper cold. And then water crossings, which you look forward to yeah. on the heat, didn't you? You know, yeah. you weren't, mate. Acorn Walnut. That's all I can say on that matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was singing soprano after them. I tell you. <laughs> no, I've not done. Like, I've, don't make the marshes bad. You know. Yeah, I've not done the Paris Ten Colchester. You haven't done it. No, I've not done it, mate. And I, I couldn't. This this May. Um, we were supposed to be away for our wedding anniversary, which was right in the middle. Oh, of, right. right, right in the middle of that. But obviously now it's gone yeah. to November. Then hopefully, if that goes ahead, I can shoot down and do that because I reckon that'll be a, a good week. That's a good that. one, that is, mate. Yeah. yeah, it's a good, good little course. There's no elevation on it, really. Yeah. You know, cool. a little bit, couple of little hills, but uh, there's like two, two, one like waist deep water crossing because Catterick is just up and down, isn't it? Like yeah, Fiddler's yeah. Elbow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but. Uh, there's no real monster hills there, is there? You know, mm. you got that the land of Nod, didn't you? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grey, grey had an injury, and I, me back was just niggling. Done it in about two fifty, something like that. Oh, cool. We just swung round it, but uh, 
both belted it up the land a nod and uh, ran all the way up there and then done, done a 22 weighted at the top. <laughs> <laughs> 22 plus one for a majesty at the top, yeah. yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. So, um, so tell us about the challenges, mate, the Himalaya challenge and all that. How's that going for everyone? Uh, yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. I'm just, I've just done all the uh, write up today about it, actually. Yeah, cool. Because I have to. I tell you what, mate. If if somebody wants to go to the Himalayas, you know, I'm your man. I'll be your guy, you know, because I know it inside and out. Now I know every single distance and every town along the route that we are going. You know what I mean? All the elevations and everything there. I like because like, uh, it's me, Scott, Neil, and Gray that come up with the idea. Yeah. And then uh, Neil's doing this. Uh, uh, he's training for something special at the moment, you know. Yeah. Can't uh, okay. say no more. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, and uh, Gray is just Gray. He's just a beast, isn't he? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Hey, he's been injured for a long while, but he's getting back into it now. Uh, <clears throat> and Scott is just uh, I don't know. He moves that fast for such a little guy. He does. You know what I mean? Hello. Did he, mate? Hey. Yeah. Like somebody's, like somebody's stuck a banger up his ass. I don't know what it is, you know what I mean? But he's an half motor, you know yeah. what I mean? Even with the weight on him. Such a diamond of a geezer as well. All, all three of them are, you know? Yeah. But yeah, we come up with this idea, which would be a year-long challenge. And we, we wanted something that, we worked it out that, I mean, when I was doing the fans and all of that, that year I'd done over 2,000 miles in training. Mm. So we went, we want something that's, got to be hard to push but doable without breaking yourself yeah, you know what i mean yeah. where you can take a few weeks here and there and come back and have some big weeks i mean you look at like people like daniel harris you know he's nearly halfway there already oh, mate yeah, you know flying, what i mean anyway, yeah. yeah he's already done the elevation yeah the elevation he's on fifty-six thousand foot of elevation wow so far this year you know it's just uh I mean, I, I met Daniel when I met you when we done the uh, um, Hell Down South, you know, and uh, got on with it ever since, you know what I mean? And uh, just just a proper gentleman, you know, he is, proper he? gentleman. Nice yeah, a lot of them are, mate, you know what I mean? It's, it's just full of them, you know. You find out that gone tabbing normally weeds out the dickheads, let's say, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, did, when did you find a gone tabbing group, though? How long have you, you been on there? Uh, oh, mate, uh, I was on there, weren't I? And then I came back off again, didn't I? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was on there and then I took a break from Facebook for about six or eight months or whatever it mm. was, nine months. But uh, I don't know, probably about three, when it when it was about three or four months old, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I must have been about the same because I, f- I did my first fan dance and it was, oh, fucking, can't remember his name now, John... Machine John Hunter, John Hunter was at the start of that fan yeah. dance, and he was like, Oh, yeah, get yourself signed up onto the Gone Tabbing page, have a look. And I think I signed up that yeah. night because I had no obviously after being in the yeah. sources, this was just going to be one tabbing event for me. I was going to do it, get it done, and, and that was it. I was never going to do it again because I'd done enough of it when I was in the raft, and there was just no way I was going to do it. Um, but I did, obviously did that, joined on the, the, the Gone Tabbing page, and then that, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. become another way of life. It's infectious, isn't it, mate? Totally, it's mate, infectious because it you, you see somebody go out and you're like, bastard, yeah. he's gone out. And, you, and you're jealous, you know what I mean? And there's such good banter on there and uh, uh, no animosity and all of that, you know. It's just all proper proper people, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, proper people that want to support each other yeah. in whatever you're doing. But uh, they, uh, this, uh, it, it was my mate Charlie that got me on it. He went, mate, have you seen this group gone tabbing? It's people that are going up and down the fan in like two hours. And I'm, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're going up there. And I think it's like Richard Morris and uh, yeah, yeah. and Brian and people <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? Mm. That are just, that, uh, just live and breathe it, you know what I mean? That, that mate, I, could, I couldn't even do that if I was on a motorbike, I don't nah, think. Nah. You know what I mean? Or a quad or whatever, ATV or whatever. But uh, I don't know, you know what I mean? I enjoy it. That's the good thing about gone tabbing. Whether you're going out doing a 25-minute mile, mm. you know, or a six-minute mile, it doesn't matter. You still get the same support. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, everybody is an individual. Oh, you know, mate. Everybody's got their own goals and what they want to aim for. You know. Mm. If I can just get stuff done, that's what I'm about. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's all about smelling the flowers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know what you mean, mate. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty much the same. I just like, to, I think it's just it's a really good excuse for me to get into the outdoors because I live uh, about 20 minutes away from um, from North Wales, so I, I can jump in. Oh, right, yeah. Normally, Saturday morning, I can usually get up at six o'clock. I can go over to Movama where they do the SF10 and all that. I can be up and around then, be back yeah. home for sort of 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, but obviously, at the minute, you live up near where my you live up near where my family lives, don't you? I do, mate. Yeah, I live in there. Uh, well, I, I say if I'm trying to be posh, I say I live in Bevington, but I actually live in Rock Ferry, which is uh, <laughs> yeah, which is where you go down the uh, the ferry, the Rock Ferry, right near the station. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, the Rock Ferry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, my uh, my my cousins and my auntie live. I used to live in Rock Ferry. They've now lived moved down the road to. Uh, Brombra. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I mean, no. <laughs> They've gone up market. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Uh, right. Uh, look, it's, it's been brilliant chatting to you, mate. Um, so I think we'll we'll wrap it up there because otherwise we're going to be here all night, aren't we? Oh, mate. Yeah, we'll be on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think that obviously, see the challenges I'm looking at, the 4448, that's on hold at the minute because Boris has put a stop to that because I can't see his letters go out 12 yeah. times in two days, like so. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yet. mate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was looking forward to that as well. I yeah. was going to do that probably after the para 10. Because yeah. I had the half marathon, then the para 10. And then I then I haven't got nothing from my para 10 middle of, middle of May. I didn't have nothing till like July the 4th. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I was probably looking at like. June doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because I've yeah. still, still not done it myself because I was looking at, I thought Easter, my missus is working Easter, that's it, I'm going to go and bang it out over the Easter yeah. weekend, but uh, it, it doesn't look like we're going to be doing that now, but now. But yeah. like but like you say, we've got the Gone Tabbing group, which is still, it's, it's still a really good community out there, isn't it? And everybody can see everybody. Oh else yeah, man, definitely, yeah. So uh, thankfully we've got that, mate. Look, it's been, it's been a pleasure speaking now to you, mate. Now there's people doing naked press-ups on there, mate. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Bang. Um, <laughs> yeah. hey, it's Two been wrongs, a- John. <laughs> Hey, it's it's been a pleasure, mate. Look, uh, we'll definitely do this again. Thank you, and mate. Um, yeah, I think when all this is over, I'm going to come down and we'll uh, we'll go out for a tab and what have you. And uh, yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, time, go out mate. for a tab and something to eat, have a couple of beers. Yeah, excellent. Sounds yeah. good, mate. Look, yeah. Lovely. Mate, keep yourself safe and keep the family safe. Yeah, and you, mate. And you, mate. Yeah, brilliant. Take Boosh, care, Boosh, mate. Big love. Cheers, mate. Tonight, mate. Bye. 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 We stand together, united as one. Forward on we go. Facing friend and foe, we will know what that is. We have not time for that. If we make mistakes, we are lost. <laughs>